I have this just big belief that wherever we go, we can't go anywhere where we are outside the grasp of God's grace to teach us and grow us. So growing clarity and focus sometimes is about making a choice, even if it's the wrong choice, and knowing that you will be okay no matter what. I'm Tommy Thompson, and you're listening to Space for Life, a podcast with honest conversations designed to help cultivate the space we need for a more fulfilling and abundant life. Despite our culture being wired for excess and overload, our souls desperately need the opposite. Thanks for joining us today as we seek to take one more step into a spacious life. Hi, everyone. This is Patricia Clark, and I'm back with Tommy Thompson, and we're going to talk about a great topic today, which is growing clarity and focus. And I can't really think of anyone who doesn't benefit a little bit from a conversation on this. So I want to hear from you because you have this way of unpacking really big things into concrete, practical ways that are portable and usable. So let's talk about what you mean first by clarity and focus. And then we're also going to get to the process, some specific tools for the process of gaining clarity and focus. Sounds great. First of all, it's it's really fun being back together. You know, we record these uh, episodes sometimes in kind of little chunks and do two or three at a time. And then they kind of run their course, but uh, it's been a long time since we've actually recorded one together. So it's really fun being back together for this. And I love this topic. I've found this to be one of the most useful things for leading an intentional life. You know, moving forward, having that sense that you're going somewhere. And uh, when we talk about clarity and focus, it's it's we're going somewhere and we know where it is where we're going and where we're going is where we want to be going. So I think this is just a, a really important topic that uh, while people have a general sense, there's a lot of room for improvement, you know, for so many of us in this. So I use these two words, clarity and focus, in a kind of a, a particular way, and people could define them differently, and that's fine. But for the sake of the podcast, it, it's probably helpful for everybody to know how I'm defining kind of these two terms, clarity and focus, and what's the difference between them. So for me, clarity is identifying precisely what is most important, why it's important, and identifying what is the highest priority, all right? So it's getting that crystal clarity about the most important thing in whatever you're trying to figure out. Focus, on the other hand, is specifying the very next step that will move you towards what you've decided in that clarity time. So uh, focus is the first step towards the clarity, the most important thing. So I like to think about it. Clarity is the why and the what, and focus is the how and when. And I know people might use that word focus in a different way, but for the sake of what we're talking about, I'm kind of thinking of clarity is the why and what, 
focus is, okay, now that I know the what and the why I'm doing it, how and when do I do it? Yeah, and you know, just to give a sort of a specific example for this, um, I'd love to hear a specific example where you use this. Um, but for me, I'm thinking about, I'm writing a book right now, I'm finishing a book right now. And there's a, if I don't take the time and to just be transparent here, I don't think I did take enough time in the beginning to establish a very clear, what my clarity or my objective is, why I'm doing this, and then what I'm doing. And if I had taken kind of more time, then it would have saved me a lot of time in the process of writing in terms of what to include and what not to include and um, what sort of rabbit trail to follow and whatnot. And so any creative process, whether you're creating a book or a um, portfolio, or maybe you're creating a budget or a life, you know, a family life plan for the next year, taking that time for clarity and focus in the beginning, the why and what and the how and when is hard to do because you're rearing, you're ready to go, you've got this appetite to move the needle. But what I have discovered over the last year is that if I don't take that time, it costs so much more time over the long haul. Oh, absolutely. And if you get that why and what, then when you lose the motivation in the next moment, you know, a week, two weeks down the line, you can hold on to, yeah, but I know why I'm doing this. This mm -hmm. really matters to me. If you haven't gone through that process, then at that time when your uh, self-control and your willpower is waning, then it's just easy to abandon it. So, you know, that clarifying is it, it does keep you going and keep you focused and everything. But sometimes if you don't do it, you'll end up abandoning something that's really important to 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 give focus to. You know, I, I think that those are. I'm going to say those are two points there that I think are really good, that clarity and focus protect us from being immobilized. So, for example, for this book, at some point during the year, I might have just sort of run out of inspiration for the next step, and I could have just stopped. But if I had strong clarity and focus, I could push through that immobilized or not lack of motivation. And then secondly, it keeps you from pursuing kind of the next good thing that comes along um, that could take you off task, which those good things yeah. that come along, like for me, when I'm writing, I might have this thought or concept that's so awesome and I just want to write about it, but it doesn't belong in the book. It belongs in something else. And by, um, I, I find this a lot because I'm just drawn to something or, you know, a creative idea or a concept or a project or something I want to be involved in. Um, and those are good things, but if you don't have that clarity and focus, you'll never finish that one thing that you decided at some point was the most important. Exactly. If you, if you don't have that crystal clarity and focus, then you tend to live life by the shiny object. Right. You know, what is at the moment jumping out at me that I want to give my attention to. And that's the way a lot of people live and it's okay and a lot of good things can happen, but it isn't the way to live 
in my opinion, our best lives. Mm -hmm. And that requires clarity and focus. So it's like our attention, our time, our talent, our resources, our finances, all of that, having um, clarity and focus about what we want those things to be about. Yeah, exactly. And, and I feel like that without clarity and focus, I found the urgent always overwhelms the important. Hmm. That is, we're, we're operating without it in some form of crisis mode hmm. all the time. You know, what are the things I got to get done today? I, I've got so much to do today. You know, we have that sense so often of, I've got so much on my plate. I'm juggling so many different things. And that can tend to overwhelm us, just the, the sheer quantity of everything that is happening. But the beauty is, is clarity calms us mm -hmm. because while we might have a ton of things to do, and most all of us do, certainly people who listen to these kinds of podcasts have tons of things on their plate. But the beauty is if we have that clarity about what's the most important thing, then we're not so stressed out about all the other things. Mm -hmm. You know, I love it. Uh, Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All the other things, they'll be added to you. Mm -hmm. It's like you don't even have to worry about all the other things. They'll take care of themselves. They always get done. And so I've, I've come to this piece that if I just pay attention to the most important thing, I don't have to worry so much about the second things, which gives me a, a tremendous sense of peace, even when there's a ton of things going on. Clarity is calming. All right, there's your tweet right there. Clarity is calming. I, I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love it. It's, it is the calm in the storm. You know, it's when I've got, you know, absolute clear sense of, what really matters mm -hmm. out of all the things. Mm -hmm. That's great. So, all right. So, what, how do you talk about clarity and focus um, when you, like, what's a specific example of how you would use this? Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll come to this, you know, with a little bit more uh, detail later, but. I want to say the beauty of this subject and why I feel so strongly is I use it everywhere. Hmm. I use it all the time. I am constantly going through what we'll talk about, this process of growing clarity and focus. I'm using it every day. In fact, I begin my day with a clarity time of saying, what's the most important thing that I need to do today? I literally ask myself in terms of my little planner every single day, what is the most important thing? And before I do anything else, I've got to answer that question. That way I know at the end of the day, I'll have done that one most important thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll do a bunch of other things, but I'll have done the most important thing. I also ask that question at the beginning of each week. What's the most important thing I need to do this week? Mm -hmm. I also ask that question every month. What's the most important thing I need to do this month? And for anybody who's listened to the things that I've talked about of simple goals, it's that exact same thing. 
what's the most important thing that I need to accomplish in this year ahead of me? So I use it all the time. I also use it when it comes to a particular uh, project. Mm -hmm. What's the most important thing I need to make sure happens in this project? So I, I ask it uh, even of myself in regular categories of my life. What's the most important thing that I could do to improve my marriage? Mm -hmm. What's the most important thing that I could do as a parent going forward? So the beauty of this is when you begin to get that this works, you can apply it everywhere in your life. Mm -hmm. But the real habit and discipline, which I think clarity and focus are habits and disciplines, is to apply it every single day, every single week, every single year. Mm -hmm. You know, I um, am a... I'm less of a goal person, as we've talked about, and a highly intuitive person. But I, what I, the way I would incorporate that into my morning, as you called it, clarity time, is I would sit there and kind of be quiet and listen not only in prayer to God, but to myself about what is the most important thing. And for me, as an intuitive person, sometimes taking the path that feels peaceful achievable, simple, um, not too complicated. Sometimes there's these sort of attributes of that one thing um, that help me direct my day. And I think it's super important, as you've said, to have thought big picture about your year, about your month, about your week, and remind yourself about what those larger goals are. But for me, a lot of this is a prayerful process uh, where I'm asking myself, you know, God, where are you? Where are you leading me? Because I know if I'm in step with him, not only is it going to be lead to flourishing for me, but it will lead to effectiveness in what I do. There's no point in me putting in all this effort in something that's like going against the grain of, you know, where God has me in my life. Well, I, and I couldn't agree more. I, I think I think the beauty of, of even thinking about it this way is that it uh, engages you, your intuition and it engages those listening things going on within you. And apart from going, in a sense, through this process and having a clarity time, we just move through Mm -hmm. That listening that's so important, that intuition, which is so critical to living our lives well. So um, engaging that intuition is important. And, and I think to that point, while we're talking about clarity and focus as kind of a process and almost as a method, uh, the reality is that clarity is often incredibly difficult to get to. So I use the example when we were talking beforehand of uh, my goals for this year, which have been massively impactful for me this year. Hmm. But it took three months, every bit of three months for me to get clarity about what was most important for me this year. You think about that and you go, oh, come on. What? It can't be that hard to figure out what's most important. 
But when I really wanted to intuit and listen about what deeply matters, it took me a long time to get there. Mm -hmm. But it was totally worth the work because it's reshaping many things in my life, that clarity. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I think depending on who you are, if you reflect, you probably know where you do your best thinking, where you have the most clarity. And you actually probably know what time of day you have the best thinking. Like, exactly, yeah. I find first thing in the morning, things are, are so much clearer to me, or even in the middle of the night, sometimes they can be. And some people need to sit down with a piece of paper and a pen and have their phone put away. But some people need to be doing something like, uh, I know a guy who says his best, he's just a brilliant business guy. And he says his best ideas always come in the shower or in the car. And I find that too, that I need to be doing something. So to take that a step farther, to, to define and locate where you do your best thinking and then block that in, schedule that in. Like, hey, I'm going to plan to take a long shower or I'm going to plan on this part of my day when I drive, if that's my best thinking, that I'm not going to listen to anything. Even if I want to kind of fill the brain or fill the noise with, you know, pointless chatter, I'm going to decide now that I'm going to define that as a clarity time. It's like on my schedule as a clarifying time. Um, and you create that space for listening. Which is perfect because to me, that's that's the first step mm -hmm. of the four steps in terms of uh, growing clarity is blocking time. Okay. So even if that's in the shower or in your car or whatever, I think so many people are... Uh, not gaining clarity in their life because they're they're hoping it just will happen in the midst of everything. Mm -hmm. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to gain clarity with a whole lot of clutter and noise happening at the same time. So I think when we block time and even those places, those places in some sense are all quiet places mm -hmm. where we can begin to... to uh, focus uh, our clarity. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, wherever it is and whenever it is, if we want to gain clarity, whether it's in our day or in our week or on a specific topic, we have to block time mm -hmm. to do it. Thinking it'll just happen is a wish. Mm, that's great. So four steps finding and establishing a clarity time, what would you say is, the, is another step that we could take for growing uh, clarity and focus? So the second step, which I've uh, just learned through uh, a lot of mistakes, the second step is we have to gather information. You know, often the reason we don't have clarity is because we don't have the necessary data. Hmm. We don't have the resources. So we're unclear because there's something that we don't know that we need to know. Mm -hmm. You know, it might be, you know, in a, in a business context, it might be some numbers that you need to have, some statistics that you need to have. It might be some information that someone else supplies for you. But you have to gather the resources so that when you enter into the block time, you're not, you don't become stuck because there's something missing. Mm -hmm. So that second step is looking at it 
what it is that you're trying to gain clarity on and saying, do I have all the information at my fingertips to be able to gain clarity? Mm -hmm. Well, and to even know I'm missing something instead of just trying to push and scramble without it. It's, you know, that's very freeing to recognize you're missing, missing something and then do the work to find it. Yeah, exactly. So if you want that time to be the most fruitful, you got to make sure you have all of the information you need. Great. For okay. That. So establishing a clarity time, getting the necessary information. And what would you say the third step is? So the, the last two steps are real easy and easy to remember. The, the third step is ask the clarifying question. Mm-hmm. Ask the clarifying question. And the clarifying question is what is the most important thing? Mm-hmm. So it may be what is the most important thing I need to do to to improve my marriage? Mm-hmm. What is the most important thing I need to do today? What is the most important thing for this particular client? But in some form, that clarifying question is what is the most important thing? Mm-hmm. Now, a piece often of that clarifying question is why. Mm-hmm. Why am I doing this? So in order to answer what's the most important thing, sometimes I have to go, well, why does this even matter? And and ask that why. But it always comes down to what is the most important thing. And, and here's what I find is a little uh, tip or trick or obstacle is too many people stop just short of saying what is the most important thing by just answering what is important. They, they, they stop with the easy answer of identifying one of the most important things and then just moving on. And it's still not clear because there are these other lingering things that in their, in the back of the mind, they're going, well, what about this? But if you drill it all the way down to the most important thing, that's when you get the clarity. So often it comes down to two things. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got these two things and they're, they're, they're competing in some way and they're both really, really important. The clarity comes when you say, when push comes to shove out of these two things, what's the most important thing? That's when you get crystal clarity. Yeah, and it's not that you're saying those other things that are important aren't going to get energy or you're going to neglect them and they will become unimportant. But what you're saying is for the purpose of movement, mobility, getting things done, clarity and focus, it's important to have one important thing. And to know what that is, you have to ask the question, why? Yeah. And and you have to be able to get to that point. And, and it may take you time. Get to that point that you can identify that important thing as the most important thing. So that's the clarifying question. You know, just to put some real life examples on this, I can think of a a number of people right now who, because of what we've been through the last couple of years, are either rethinking what they do for their job 
or considering going back to work if they haven't been working or considering starting something new, a business, starting something new, or do they just carry on with their life as it was before the pandemic? And there's this discernment process and all of the things they want are good, but narrowing down what, why would I leave my job? Why would I go back to work? Why would I start something new? And really honing in on that why question will re- will help you choose between some very good options. You know, you might have several jobs on the table. You might have several options of things you would, the way you would start a new business. But knowing the why helps you have clarity and focus about how to choose between some good choices. Exactly. You know, you're looking for a job. I think it's a perfect place for clarity of, of saying, you know, in this new job that I'm looking for, what is the one most important thing, the non-negotiable that I have to achieve when I get a job? You know, whether that's income or location. And by asking that clarifying question, it just helps calm mm-hmm. and it and it directs you to make sure that, okay, I may not get everything that's mm-hmm. on my wish list, but I identified and I accomplished the most important thing. Yeah, and there's a, um, a if, if you're a person of faith, I think there's something really important about honing in on the why, because it gets to the heart of your longing and your needs in life. And I think we have an opportunity at that point to bring those, that why, that one thing before God in prayer and ask for him to pave a way for us to open the door. You know, there's a verse in, I think it's in James, it says, um, you do not have because you do not ask. You do not have because you do not ask. And it's not like, oh, I'm going to just go out and ask for every little whim and thing I want. But when we hone in on the and have clarity and focus about what we really want, it usually is an outflowing of who we are and who we were made as a human being. And we can bring those things to our Heavenly Father and ask for good things. Well, and it's neat because I... I I may not be precise in terms of this, but in that very passage, I think that you're talking about, it talks about the double-minded yeah. man. And what's the double-minded man? It's a person that's operating with two things at once and is torn between the two things. And that's the clarifying question. What's the most important thing? So yeah. then the final step is going from that clarifying thing, what's the most important thing, to the focusing question. And the focusing question is, what is the lead domino that will get all the other dominoes falling? Hmm. In other words, once we identify what's the most important thing, we need to identify what is the first thing. So I find often I'll, I'll get this larger vision of what's the most important thing, but then I'm stuck. I go, well, how do I get there? Mm -hmm. And so I have to start drilling down and drilling down and drilling down and saying, what's the very first domino in all the dominoes that will end me at the destination of that most important thing? And often that lead domino is something that's very easy to flick. Yeah. That will get the other dominoes. It may very well be just saying, I need to make this one call. I need to send this one email mm-hmm. or I need to set up this meeting. It's something that's very simple, but when you go all the way down to what's that first 
domino, then you go, oh, once I get this, the whole ball will start rolling. Mm -hmm. And then you can easily figure out what the next domino is. So once you get that clarifying question, then drilling it down, saying what's the focus, what's the first thing, ensures that you don't operate with something that's very important and then you get stuck in the muck of not knowing what to do. Mm -hmm. So the focusing question now becomes how you get moving. I, I think that domino concept is so great. And I can even imagine asking myself, because I love words and alliteration, like a domino a day kind of a thing. Like, what is my domino today? What is the next? Or you say the first thing, but eventually all the dominoes have to fall. So yeah. once you push that first domino, sometimes it's clear what the next domino is, what the next domino is. And every day it adds up if we kind of keep moving the line of dominoes forward. Exactly. And sometimes with dominoes, you get one domino falling and a bunch more will fall sure. automatically. But generally for, for, for bigger tasks, you'll push one domino, 10 will fall, and then you need to pick up another domino and then another 10 will fall. And that's how you begin to make progress on all these things. But it's a tremendous way, and, and I love what you said about, you know, the day. And for me, clarity and focus, when it comes to a daily thing, they almost merge together. It's a, it's a short time frame. So I'm asking what's the most important thing t that I need to do today, and that's also the lead domino. Mm -hmm. It's what I need to do today. So, Well, you know— I, I want to just throw this last caveat in because um, you brought up the idea of double-mindedness. And oftentimes when we're trying to have clarity and focus, we're choosing between two good things. And eventually we need to choose. And there's something about just taking the time to have clarity and focus, being decisive, and then moving forward. And there's there's this freedom that we can have to recalibrate if we've headed down the wrong path. And And I think some of us get stuck because we're risk averse and we're, uh, you know, we're afraid to commit. And at some point you just move forward and you make a decision and you give it your all with clarity and focus. And sometimes you have to backtrack and start over again, but there's no harm in that because that's where you've learned so much. And the next time when you make that choice, you have greater wisdom, you have greater information Absolutely. and you've learned a lot. And, and life isn't about choosing the right path always. I have this just big belief that wherever we go, we can't go anywhere where we are outside the grasp of God's grace to teach us and grow us. So growing clarity and focus sometimes is about making a choice, even if it's the wrong choice and knowing that you will be okay, no matter what. Exactly. I, I think it's life is very much about trying to identify a really good path and then making constant small course corrections. Yeah, that's as great. Life identifies itself. Well, we're going to put some of these steps in the show notes. So you could have just, you know, if you want to go back and write them down. But I love this idea about growing clarity and focus and taking the time for clarity to ask why and what I want to be doing. And then the focus, the first domino, how and when to do that. That's great. My, my encouragement with everybody is try this with something specific, either an issue that you know you, you need to gain clarity on 
or even as a daily thing, what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm going to try to gain clarity on what's the most important thing. Work towards the goal of clarity and focus becoming a habit and a discipline in your life. And I think that you'll be glad. Great. Well, great stuff today. Thanks, Tommy. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you found it helpful and encouraging in your journey. Before you leave, I wanted to let you know of two things. First, if you are looking for more helpful content like this, visit TommyThompson.org. There you will find resources created to help you find space in your life. Second, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would love it if you would take a minute to leave a review. This helps other people find the show as well. 